Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format helps you learn at your own pace and fit earning a degree into your life. From before you enroll to after you graduate, you'll be supported by people who are invested in your success so you can pursue your goals knowing that help is available if you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is The James Altucher Show. Okay, let's go. Okay, challenge match. So I think it was like a month ago, I was reading that some people wanted to cancel white European composers like Beethoven and Mozart and things like that. I'm not going to express an opinion on that other than I think that's ridiculous. No matter, you know what someone's you know skin color is of course should have nothing to do with whether you listen to their music but a lot of people then use this as a way of saying these are the only types of musicians people should listen to and i do think the best bands out there you know and, and let's look at the most famous the beatles is they are just as talented and skilled as any famous composer people might agree or disagree but also it's like comparing apples and oranges can you really compare them to beethoven can you compare beethoven to them it's it's different styles but i started watching a bunch of videos and i recommend people watch them the beatles do use a lot of music theory robin and i were talking about this and we decided on this challenge and we invite all the listeners to join in jay compiled for 10 songs maybe a few more three second clips of 10 or a dozen Beatles songs. We're going to all listen to three seconds of these pretty famous Beatles songs. And then I'll wait a few seconds. And so you have time to think and Robin and I will guess the answers and we'll see how many we get. Correct. Is that right, Jay? Am I describing this correctly? Oh Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's totally how, how it's going to be. And I was to say, you know, I was born way after Beatles time. So I myself was found like a great beautiful songs that I never heard about and I never knew about. Well, we all kind of were born like, like, you know, the Beatles, they were basically around until 1970. I mean, they broke up a little before then, but their final album came out, I think in 1970. And and that was after yeah. the band had ended. And uh, so all of us became aware of music after the Beatles disbanded. But, you know, let me see how many saw, how many albums altogether have the Beatles sold? The Beatles sold 600 million albums. Oh my God. And the group, okay, here's some other things. The group once held the top five spots on the Billboard 100 in April 1964. Uh, nobody else has ever done that in the US. They made $25 million in earnings that year, which translates today to almost $188 million. And this is always an interesting thing people don't really know about the Beatles. But you know, the name of their record label that they formed was called Apple. And so they always had a deal 
with Apple, Apple should stay out of the music business. And of course, the Beatles record label should stay out of the computer business. Now, even though the Beatles disbanded, they still had ownership of this, mm. the label that kept putting out their music. And so uh, when Apple did get into music with the, the iPod, they had to kind of settle over this. So I forgot, wow. I forgot what the settlement was, but... Right. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson bought uh, Beatles uh, catalog, right? Right, Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog. In fact, the Beatles, I don't think they ever really owned their catalog. So I think, gosh, I forget the name of their manager. Maybe it was Brian Epstein. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, he kind of, uh, and I, I don't want to say this for sure if, if it's not him, um, but but some manager of theirs, and we think it's Brian Epstein, stole their, kind of stole through contractually, like they signed a contract, they didn't know what they were signing, and and he stole the rights to all their songs. So I don't know if the Beatles ever really owned the rights to their at least their early songs and it's the same with the rolling stones i think the rolling stones had the same manager they sold off yep. the rights to their early songs before they really made any money from it and then the rolling stones in particular they make they make about they tour every year they make about 600 million dollars every time they tour so what they do is at the beginning of the year they form a company they go on the tour and then they they divide up the money among the the, the original stones or whoever the the rolling stones are you know like whoever's on the tour and then they dissolve the company mm. and they do that for every tour. So they make an enormous amount of money but they still every have time to they tour. pay royalties to whoever owns the music, right? Uh, that's a good uh, question. I wonder if they have to pay. I guess they do, right? Mm -hmm. So they what have to pay. What if somebody says, oh, we're not letting, what if Michael Jackson said, oh, I'm not letting you sing your own songs. I don't know if he, well, he, he they're making that. money. So why would they say, don't do that? Well, I think I think the co the copyrights on music is a little bit uh, complicated in the sense that, like, let's say if I write a song and then some the, some label buy my song out, then I I don't own that song anymore. I'm not the original. Uh, right. I, I get. But I are get you allowed? To, are you allowed to sing songs that you wrote, for instance? Then you have to ask the label for for the rights. Like you are, you have to ask them, can I sing the song? And then every time you perform in like a ticketing situation, especially in public. Tickets, yep, and then like. However much money you get, you have to pay a percentage to the label. So you don't own the music. Uh, you own, oh, so you only get Jim. the right for uh, uh, copywriting. Uh, for for sorry, for songwriting. So what you were asking, like, can uh, artists perform their own song that wasn't owned by them? They can. They have to get permissions from the label. And that's what ask. And that's what ASCAP does. I think they manage uh, that part of it. So has there ever been like a, a group that broke up? Like, let's say Pink Floyd breaks up. Could they, you know, like Roger Waters went his own way. Could the band Pink Floyd say to Roger Waters, you're not allowed to perform, you know, uh, Wish You Were Here or yeah. Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, they have to ask yeah, perform, uh, yeah, yeah, ask them for the permissions to perform. Whoever owns but the if rights. They do, if, yeah, if they do it for free uh, on a private event, then yeah, they can do it. Like, as long as it's not broadcast. Oh, I see. But so, what if they do it for on a tour? Yeah, they have to ask performance for it because they, you know, if they do it on a tour, uh, they have people have to pay money to see it, and then they have to pay a percentage of the money to the to whoever they own the song. I think if it's I played see. publicly or or sung yep. publicly, that yeah, that like it's not it's your funny personal because, like at home. You know, you yeah, don't have no, yeah, like it's funny because there's also uh, there's a tons of rights that I can't really remember. There's mechanics rights, that's, you know, uh, play rights, and then there's a different rights. Like if the song is 
display publicly in a in a shopping mall or whatever, it's whole different rights that go into a, a different percentage. That's why like the whole music industry is so complicated. I think right now Paul McCartney uh, owns most of the rights now. Oh, he bought them. I saw the art. Yeah, I saw the article say Paul McCartney finally regains Beatles rights after near fifty year long. Wow. Battle. So oh, he probably bought wow. it from the Jackson families. Uh, Sony, I think. Oh, Sony. Oh yeah, yeah because, because the think, Jackson family, I think, um, they either sold them to Sony or they borrowed money. So Sony bought part of them. Michael Jackson was always selling right. off some of the rights to these different things because he needed the money. But he was a good investor. Like I don't know what he bought the rights for, but he made like a ton of money on them. He bought. I think he bought the rights for like forty-seven point five million. And how much money did? Um, oh, okay, yeah. Alan Klein was the manager of the Rolling Stones right. and the Beatles, and he's the one who got them to sign away the rights to all their songs. Right. Never believe. Never. Never believe in someone named Alan. Are you, is this an anti-Semitic thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, Klein, Epstein, they're all, they're, they're all probably, anyway, uh, I'm Jewish, so I don't want to ruin my chances to sign the next Beatles by saying anything here. Uh, uh, who, uh, and then, okay, how much did Michael Jackson pay for the 40 Beatles? Point, uh, 47.5 million in 1985. Wow. Uh, I th- oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, 47 no, million. Outbidding Paul McCartney. I wonder why Paul McCartney yep. didn't just say, okay, I'll pay 50 million. Because he, he apparently Paul McCartney was really upset that Michael Jackson got it. Hmm. Maybe he might not have enough money. Or maybe he just like, maybe I just don't want, I'm not willing to pay as much. So know? the entire reason Michael Jackson was able to survive, he, he was to avoid bankruptcy, mm-hmm. was because he made money on the Beatles catalog. Like yep. The Beatles songs mm-hmm. still keep selling. So, okay, yep. let's... uh. Robin, let's do let's the challenge. You ready? Oh, okay. You guys ready? I'm Are not very ready? good it's, at this. It's pretty easy, uh, I think, because I did it myself. Even though you know I'm the one to compile it. <laughs> let's 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 do it. This uh, so I'm, we're gonna f- play the first one. All right. Uh, so okay, just say when. Okay, so wait, wait. Just to explain, there are three seconds, and and we'll we'll play them for everybody listening. There are three seconds. Then we'll pause a few seconds, uh, like five seconds. And then we'll play the three seconds again, and we'll pause for five seconds. So you have a chance to guess if you're if you're listening, and and then Robin and I will guess, and then Jay will tell us. The Try answer. to guess. All Try right. to guess. Yeah. Try to guess. Okay. Are you guys ready? Are you okay. guys in front of whatever yeah. you guys are supposed to do? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Play the first one. It's been. A- okay, and now Jay, play it again. All right. Ready. Let's play it again. It's been. A- it's really easy. Come on, it's I really think, easy. I, it's I, right I think there. you made this one too easy. <laughs> I, Robin, you I, mean, I have to. You want me to try? I think it's a yeah. hard, hard day. Wait, hard days work. Hard days night. <laughs> hard days oh. night. I can't give it to you because you mess up one word. No, no, no. But you know what? It's interesting. It's almost like you were thinking logically, like because right. it almost doesn't make sense. A hard day's night, like that phrase, right. almost doesn't make sense. Um, well, do you know why they? I, I'm just curious, do you, James. You know, you know everything. Do you know why they they name it a hard hard day's night? I I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I'm just curious, like because it's usually just a hard day works, right? Yeah, you know. Maybe because they were performing at night. Yeah, that's the thing. So they oh. this was part of a uh of one of the you know they did a lot of movies based around their albums and they did a lot of movies based on their touring. A hard day's night became a, a movie and it's they have to like avoid all their fans or the hordes of fans who are or who are you know coming after them 
And so, and a lot of this is at night. So it's a hard day's night. I knew that. I knew it was hard day's night. Is, did they, they did a movie about this? Like, <laughs> is it a musical comedy? Yeah, it's a musical comedy. I didn't know they did. I didn't they did eleven did million dollars at the box office actually. It was oh released wow! In 1964. Eleven million dollars back then, if uh, uh, you know, includes all the inflation. How much is going to be right now? But probably like eighty million. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, and it probably I don't know how much it cost them to make, but oh, the budget they made it for only one hundred eighty-nine thousand. Oh what! Wow! Yeah. They made like ten times back. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! About that, yeah. like five times, five and a half times back. So, oh wow, interesting. Yeah, well, that's why now, it's a hard day's knows. night. So hard day's night. So go, congratulations if you got that first one. Jay, uh, tell us when to do the second one. You guys ready for the second one? Yeah. This is really easy too. This is really easy. That's no yeah. way you guys. Easy. Well, because like uh, you know, like so I was when I'm making this, I'm like maybe I should do one second first. But I felt like one second is gonna be too hard for you guys. So I'm gonna do three seconds. Okay. I'm give you mercy, you know. Like I'm young, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's go. Ugh. This is pretty easy. Almost getting there. All right, are you guys ready to listen again? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's play one more time. Okay. I don't know. Are you guys stumped on this? I uh, know I'm not. I, I have. No, this is James the, I is think better is... at this than me. Okay. I'm better. I just I might have listened to them more. I don't know. All right. Uh, just for the listener that that hasn't get it, this is the only songs that started out this way. Started out using this much orchestra uh, in or, Beatles. Uh, you know, a lot of their songs use orchestra. Yeah, but it doesn't start with the whole orchestra. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, I, yeah. So, I, so I'm so. ready to guess. So, Robin, you want to guess first? Uh, I I don't know what it is. Okay. All you need is love. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, because That's like good. Robin, when you listen to it, like the at the end of the 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 clip, it's like a like a people like the almost a choir coming in. It's singing the words all. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, they're about wow. to sing, sing it. Um, oh, I'm so bad at this. No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, no. you know what was interesting. So I played in my first chess tournament in 25 years a few weeks ago. We were we were practicing using YouTube videos. Uh, on this Beatles challenge uh, before I went to the tournament, and I was hardly getting any of them. After the tournament, I sharpened my brain up somehow, and I, I it became much easier for me to do even like one second. I was guessing them. So, but okay, ready for the next one? Uh, I just I, I just gonna say like uh, mm-hmm. I think it, it, this is just a trivia. This song were Flynn performing it at EMI Studios in London on my birthday. Really? Oh. How do you know that? Yeah, June twenty fifth. I Wikipedia. Who doesn't like Wikipedia? <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. So wait, are, okay, when so are, are, is... What, is your birthday June nineteenth? No, June twenty fifth. It says June twenty fifth. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. All right. All right. Next one. Are you guys ready for the the okay. the, the, the third yes. one? The third one. I think it's pretty easy too. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's play it. All right. It's a hard one, you guys. Uh, ready to, you guys ready to do hard. one more time? Okay, let's let's play one more time. Okay, let's go. That's a creature in the song that's in the title. Blackbird. Yes. Oh. I'm just, I you just guessed. 
Do you hear the Do you hear the birds squeaking? If you yeah. want to play again, you can't play I heard again. The birds and and then, as far as I know, that's the only song they've done that had bird in the title. Yeah, and it's it, very interesting. If you listen to the track, I I didn't research this yet, but I, when I listen to the song, the left side of the the track is the metronome. What do you mean? Huh? Like the metronome sound. Uh oh. Okay. Um, I didn't. Know yeah. That. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's what we used to, you know. So when you track, a lot of time when you record music, you have to play uh, along the, the metronome so you can stay on time. So a lot of time, people would just, you know, have the metronome in there. But it's kind of interesting that they... Uh, and this, this they, is one of their latest songs, like l- later songs. This is from 1968. Yeah, and uh, and it's funny because, like, like I thought it was a metronome, uh, but... According to their engineer, so the left side, you know, the tapping sound. According to the engineer, Joff M. Emmerich, he, he says it's actually the sound of Paul tapping his foot. Huh. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, interesting. Yeah. It is very. I, this, was, this was not one of my favorite. I never really, like, knew this song. I, I never I really never got into it. I never even have heard of the song. Really? All right. So, so I'm three out of three now. Let's see if I can go 10 <laughs> yeah. out of 10. Oh right. my god. And, and I hope one... the listeners are are trying this with us. So Jay, tell us when to do the fourth one. All right. The next one is pretty easy too. I mean I can do it. Pretty uh, I I did it pretty easy. So are you guys ready? Yes. I guess in yeah. front. Ready. All right. Let's play. Oh, it's hard. I know this oh. one, but I, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, but I can't right. remember the name of it. All right, let's okay. play one more time. Okay, okay. okay. One more time. I think I give mean, me they, love they or something like that. Oh, I said, oh man, on. so close, so close. Oh, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, hold on a second. Something love. Yeah, give me love. Yeah, that's, no, I said, that's, that's what, what I said. Uh, th- th- do they have a song called "Give Me Love"? No, I don't know. I don't uh, know. No, I don't think um, they have a song called "Give Me Love." But Robin, are you? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Me? Called can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. Yeah, It's right. Literally right after the solo. Yes. All right. Let me see. I'm so close. Yeah. See, it. I. That was pretty easy. Uh, yeah. It's hard. This hard stuff. Three seconds. So. <laughs> okay. It's, let it's, me see. Can't buy me love. Is that a, a a movie as well? Uh, I don't know, but it is on the. It's no, it was on this is on a hard hard day's night. And it was uh, featured yeah. in the movie, uh the film A Hard Day's Night. Yep. Okay, and it was uh released as a single in March of nineteen sixty four. They chopped the Billboard one hundred chart for five weeks. Nathan's gonna have a field trip on this editing, to be honest. <laughs> it's gonna be like, how can they not guess? <laughs> um, okay, let's All do right. okay. song number five. Songs number five. Okay. Uh, let's play one more okay. time, right? One more time. Okay, let's play one more time. Okay, I already know. Okay, I already I know. know. I already Robin, know. Robin, you can guess. Let it be. Yep. Yes. Let it be. Now you know where this song comes from. Uh, Paul McCartney had a dream, and he dreamt of his mother, and his mother had died in 1956. I forget what she died of. Maybe cancer. And um, he was always, you know, he was very upset about it and he was missing her. And so he had this dream about her. And she says in the dream, 
everything's going to be okay. Just let it be. And so that's why oh, I wrote this really? song. Wow. British always get dreams and then they sell a lot of stuff. It's like Harry Potter, right? J.K. Yeah. Rowling, dream they're of all, Harry Potter. They're all wizards in England. So. <laughs> the dream of something they have, and then it's an unfair sell. advantage. Yeah. I wonder if it's in their, in their blood. Like Merlin just blasts Arthur the king and then they're like, you guys all have this blood. And then they're all wizard. You know, Merlin the wizard. Yeah, yeah, right. Ever since Merlin, yeah, people from England just have magical powers. Yeah, they can drink beer like in 10 in the morning or something like that. That's like superpower. That's another superpower. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like beer. Right. Uh, All right. Are you, re- are you guys ready for the number six? Number six. Okay. Right. Uh, I think, uh, what am I? Am I like… I think you have… Uh, you have you them have... all except… No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I accept one. I only so have four. I miss one. Yeah. So it's four out of five. And then uh, Robin, it's one out of five. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, yeah. She almost got one. But… Yeah. She almost got one. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's play. A second time? You guys ready to play a second time? Yeah. Let's play okay. a second time. Okay, don't say I wanna I wanna guess this one. Hold on. Oh <laughs> this is this is pretty easy. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Kim's like, I know, I know, I know, I just need some time. Uh oh yes, I know what this is. I know what this is. Okay, Robin, you guess. Of course you know what this is. I I've heard the song, I just don't know the name of it. Yeah, sometimes like you hear the words to the whole song, but I, I know this this one. This one was an odd song for them, I think, because the t- usually the title is in the song, um, but this one I don't think the title is in the lyrics at all. Yeah. So this no, is called "This Is a Day in the Life." Is it? Yep. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. So right after the <laughs> piano part, it's literally the, the the I think the alarm clock goes yes. off or something like that. Yep. I yeah. would have never guessed that. Yeah, that's um, why I, I had a five seconds version for you guys to listen. But uh, you know, we just do three seconds. You know, it's so easy and quick. Yeah, a day, a day in the life because it's he describes like his his life. Yep. And and then the um, I read the news today. Oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grade. Uh, and this in the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely, Lonely Hearts uh, Club fan uh, album. Yeah. yeah, that's and you know I think that's like the most famous album they've done. Maybe it is. Yeah, because their their most famous song is in the in the t- album title too. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. don't don't say anything just in case it's one of the things. But okay, we're on. Uh, song uh, number seven. 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 All right. This is this is really easy because there's no way t- for me to edit this that you wouldn't know what song is. This. Okay. Because right. like this is song you is said so that repetitive. about every single one. Yeah. When we haven't been getting it. <laughs> oh, James, you got six out of six. Out of uh, sorry, five out of six. Oh yeah, five out of six. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. You guys ready for number seven? Yeah. All right. Let's play. Okay. All right, let's chill for a couple seconds. Yeah. We're going to play one more time. This okay, is Robin, time you can James guess this one. Know, right? um, you might, I mean, I you know, know the song. song you might know, I just... But you don't know the, the title. I never know this song's title for the longest time. Okay, it, it, Robin, if you don't get I this don't one, know. I'll give you a clue. Okay, a clue. Okay, it's like an ode for lonely people. Ode to Lo- the Lonely People. Lonely Heart Clubs fan. 
No. No. <laughs> it's it's about okay, I'll give you I'll give you another clue. It's about a particular woman who is lonely. Yeah. I think I think Robin know the song. I know the I song. I just know yeah, song. you definitely know the song. It's one of their classic songs. I'm not like Beatles weren't like part of my repertoire when I was growing up. So. What? I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, Eleanor Rigby. Okay. Yeah, I that's the song of the yeah, that, because that's I mean, I love their right? songs. I appreciate but, it more but you now. Know, but you know that you know that song though, right? Like yes, you've I heard do. that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, 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 and the thing is, a lot of times people um, have historic. First off, a couple of interesting things about this song. This and I think yesterday are the only um, songs they put out that did not. They no Beatle plays an instrument on this song, so it's just hmm. um, oh, it's really? like a string ensemble, and so it's all, all studio musicians. There's wow. no. There's there's no Beatle playing like a guitar or anything like that, and but but McCartney didn't want to have too many strings because a lot of people made fun of yesterday of being too like kind of sugary. Mm -hmm. So this has a little bit. There's like more staccato chords and um, yeah, it, it was just done a little bit in a little more interesting way. Another interesting thing about it is everybody who's ever named Eleanor Rigby, they always said, "Oh, the song was about me." But he he's Paul McCartney claims he completely made up uh, the, the the name. Like That's there's so no funny. Eleanor Rigby. It's funny because so so I was I was reading an article so that BBC does you know of course BBC gonna do it because you know British. <laughs> uh, so apparently in 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 a graveyard in Liverpool, um, in 1957 that John Lennon and Paul McCartney first met, just yards away lay the graves of. Uh, a mate called Eleanor Rigby. So you think maybe he could have seen that somehow, and like it was like maybe. in his subconscious. Maybe, but but the song came out nine years later. Huh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they would be really buried in the subconscious. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I wonder if it, it's true. Yeah. But who who has the name? Uh, like I felt like it's such a such a. It's not a common name at all. If they if the song is called John Smith, I get it. <laughs> or Catherine Smith, I get it. But. I don't know Rigby. I felt like it's not a common name at all. Well, well, you know, maybe they knew, maybe they knew a Rigby somehow, and then and Eleanor might have been common back then. I don't know. Oh, maybe you know Eleanor. Ro Rigby. So, yeah, so Eleanor was common back then. Yeah. Yeah, because Eleanor Roosevelt was the first lady for like fourteen years or something in the United States, right. and she was very Jay famous. Jay wouldn't know that though. But but maybe <laughs> but maybe a lot of people <laughs> named their daughters kidding. Eleanor. Then I don't know. Uh, I really don't know that. <laughs> I didn't know Eleanor, but when you when you mentioned Roosevelt, I'm like, yeah, I know that guy Eleanor from Roosevelt. in the museum. Uh, okay, next song. Okay, all right, I, next wait, song. The, to... the eight. Yeah, songs number eight. This is really easy. Okay. Again, oh my god, this is really easy. You say everyone is easy. I know. So, Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's play okay. the song. Okay. Come on, this is yeah. easy. All right, like, let's chill real quick. Okay. Let's play a second time. You know, Jay, one time I was in sixth grade, so I was 12 years old, <laughs> and uh, the teachers asked a question. She said, does anyone know the answer? And I raised my hand and said, that one's easy. And then she said, well, then I'm not calling on you. It, it, don't, don't say it's easy because some people might be having a hard time with it. So she, she, she chastised me for saying it was easy. Well, see, that's also a way to get away, you know? Like, oh, yeah, that's easy. And then the teacher is just never going to call on you anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I should have. She should give you a harder question. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we All play right, it again? let's play the second time. Yep. I'm going to give you a second. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you guys already guessed it. Mm -hmm. Right? James, you already know it. I, right? I know, yeah. Uh, Robin, do you I have don't it? know. I'm just gonna say, "Here comes the sun," or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here comes the sun. <laughs> Here comes the sun. And by by the way, this is one of the only songs written by George Harrison. So, huh. oh really? Yeah, this is like, like "Here Comes the Sun," um, and then when he was so so he wrote this for I think it was like the Beatles' final album, Abbey Road. Uh, so he wrote "Here Comes the Sun," and he, I think finally he started feeling. Like he was part of the right, you know, he always wanted to kind of break into the writing team of Lennon McCartney and here comes the sun gave him a lot of confidence. And then another great song by him was when he was solo was my sweet Lord. And then, um, I think this was with the, the Beatles. Um, when my, while my guitar gently weeps, I think that yep. was written by George Harrison. Yeah, they were all so talented. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, other than, uh, what's the drummer's name? Oh, Ringo uh, Starr. Frederico Star, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a famous meme like like everyone's writing a music and then Ringo is like, he's here's my music, please play. And then and then everyone else just take the music, put stick it on the fridge. It's like, we're gonna put it here, you know, one day we will come and revisit. That's like a famous meme for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he I don't know of any song that he wrote uh for the Beatles. I think he wrote just one song, I think. I could be he, wrong. He probably wrote a couple, but they're not like famous songs. Yeah, and but just just a just a very uh, quick trivia. Uh, Abbey wrote the album is the first true stereo album that uh, Beatles did. Wait, which album? So you, Abbey wrote. Oh, okay, I didn't which, know that. Yeah, here comes the sun. Yeah, because you know, like Beatles is in that era where everything is mono, which means only center only. And then they did a couple experiment when the stereo uh, technology came along. Is I'm sure you remember some music like all the drums on the right hand side. Mm. or all the vocals on one one side. So we wouldn't call it a true stereo. It is stereo, but it wasn't a true stereo because it's not complete mix. I mean, this is the interesting thing. Like, they did a lot of experiments. Like, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, they were one of the first groups to do a, a concept album. Like, Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band was, was, everything was kind of revolving around the same theme, this kind of tour through this psychedelic experience. And uh, uh, they were with with... I don't know about Abbey Road, but I know with Sgt. Pepper's, they were inspired by the Beach Boys album Pet Sounds, which was also one of the first concept albums. Like they felt, they actually felt very competitive with the Beach Boys, and the Beach Boys also felt competitive with them. So Pet Sounds was inspired by the Beatles' uh, Rubber Soul. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, and and I think they did also experiment on what I call the multi-track recording. So back then, that's not a we can't record a lot of tracks. Maximum, you can only record four tracks, right? So what they do is they record four tracks and then they bounce, they export the four tracks into one track or two tracks mm -hmm. and then they record another four tracks on top of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yep. How so come you can only that, record four tracks? That's, you can, uh, that's uh, the, the limit of the technology back then because back then you're using tape and then you can only record four maximum so way back then the way they record music into all into one tracks on vinyl is everyone has to play at the same time and it, none of you guys can make any mistakes wow and and you know yeah. it's it's interesting with abbey road that's the one where they're all walking across the street yeah. abbey road and this was part of the uh conspiracy theory that that paul mccartney's dead because he's the only one with no Without shoes shoe. on yeah yeah, because there's a that's a that's a that's a symbol to it, right? Because like I think the first one is like the the Reaper or whatever. That's why they dress a certain way, 
Oh, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a meaning to according to the theory, you know. Uh, and also, like they say, like one of the tracks, like someone at the back yelling, "Pause that! Pause that!" or something like that. Ah, huh. So I used to really into like the Beatles con conspiracy. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it's totally true. Airbnb has changed my life. If anything, they have made my life so much better. Like I used to live in Airbnbs. I, I lived in over 100 or 200 different Airbnbs over a three-year period. And I loved it. I, loved, I became a really good guest of Airbnbs. And I got to know lots of hosts. So when I initially owned a house, I, of course, the first thing I thought was I'm going to turn my house into an Airbnb because I travel a lot. So why leave my house unused when I can make a side income by letting others Airbnb my house or come to stay in my house as guests and having my own Airbnb or, or being a host for Airbnb has allowed me to do just that. And I've met other hosts. I've actually spoken at Airbnb's host conference. I think it was in 2017. I met so many just nice hosts. It's a great community. And I love, you know, turning my own home into an Airbnb. Like I'm traveling to Austin next month. My home's going to be an Airbnb while I'm away. And I'll stay in an Airbnb. I'd rather stay in like a three-story house Airbnb than in one tiny hotel room in, in the middle of Austin during South by Southwest. So listen, while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who are just letting their house sit empty, who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, then you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Daylight savings time is starting up again. Okay, podcast is over. That's all you needed to know. But why do we have uh, daylight savings time? Answer, to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting your clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day that initial, when we initially start daylight savings. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. This is such a brilliant idea for a business and ZipRecruiter did it. So ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. I've used ZipRecruiter particularly as a potential employee and I still to this day get messages every day. James Aldacher, would you like to apply to be VP of en entertainment at NBC or whatever. So there's just nonstop emails. Like I got five or six emails today because of because a year ago I signed up for ZipRecruiter. So spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash James. 
Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, listen, men's health is important. Men act all cocky and like they don't need anything. But the reality is as you get older, there's some things you need. And it often feels like we're too busy to take care of our health problems. Like I'd rather do anything than go to the doctor or the dentist or the pharmacy or whatever. But now you don't have to waste your time if you use HIMS. HIMS, H-I-M-S, HIMS is changing men's healthcare by providing simple and convenient access to science-backed treatments for erectile dysfunction, hair loss, weight loss, and more. The entire process is 100% online, so you get a new routine of improving your overall health faster. Jay, you listening to all this? Yes, I definitely gotta use him from now. Not on. that you need it. You're you're young and healthy. James, I'm 35. You, you're getting there. You might you might need it. Who knows? But if prescribed, your medication ships directly to you for free and indiscreet packaging. No insurance is needed. You can manage your plan on the Hims app, track progress, and learn more about your conditions and how to treat them from leading medical experts. Start your free online visit today at Hims dot com slash James. Could you imagine that there's a whole section just with my name on it? Hims.com slash James. That's how I how much I am representative of the kind of person who needs hymns. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash James for your personalized treatment options. Hymns.com slash James. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See hymns.com slash James for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Um, all right, let's do the next song. Yeah, songs number nine. Number okay. nine. Okay, hold on. Yeah, this is a very famous song. Okay. That's what you always say. Uh, oh, right. I say easy. Really? Last I say easy. This is famous. All right, you guys ready okay. to play? Yeah. Your name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's play. Yeah, okay. I like that song. All right, I know the song. <laughs> um, All right, hold on, hold on. Oh let's yeah, of course, of course, of course. All right, but let's don't play one more time. Don't say anything. Okay. Yeah, play it again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, I'm gonna uh, give we'll a couple a seconds. seconds. Let the audience listen to it or think about it. Um, and then Robin, do I you wanna? Okay. Yeah, you wanna go? Hey Jude. Yep. Yep. Hey, I got it. Yeah. Yep. So, so I guess uh, this was a song that John, uh, Paul McCartney sang for John Lennon's like baby son Julian. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It would start off as Hey Jules, and then it became Hey Jude. Right. Do you remember we watched a movie called Yesterday? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was a great movie. Yeah, and then uh, so Ed Sheeran was on the on the in the movie as well. And then when they were recording this song, and Ed Sheeran is like, I don't know about Hey Jude, sounding very old. Oh he yeah, yeah, that to was be funny. Hey dude, yeah. yeah, he wanted to call it Hey dude, and then but doody doody, <laughs> like it was funny. Yeah. yeah, everyone should listen, watch the movie. I think the movie was great. Yeah, that was a great movie. Maybe I'll watch it again tonight. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. And the tenth song. Yep, the ten song. This is a very famous song as well. I think the way I cut it, you guys will know it right away. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Let's play it. All right. All right. Chill, chill. Mm -hmm. right, let's play it again. Oh. All right. Robin, do you know this? No. <laughs> uh, All right. James. Yeah, I will guess that it is a long and winding road. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, because of the, the music literally. And just and this was on this was on the Let It Be album in nineteen seventy. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda it's kinda crazy how how the way they wrote the music the music because like the way the string plays almost felt like it's a long winding road too. Oh yeah. yeah? You know, it's like because there's a lot of like long notes and then a lot of up and down in the notes. It felt like you're going it felt like the, the music's whining everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's so good. Uh, you know, it's um, it's interesting because you know, you, on the trailer for Get Back, I haven't seen the documentary yet. I don't know if it's out or not. But on the trailer for Get Back, which I guess they're recording this album, Let, Let It Be album, they they look like they're having fun, they're getting along. But by this point, they had pretty much all broken up. So it's an interesting lesson that no matter what, they when they were making music. They 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 focused. They had fun. They got back into their groove always when they were making music. Even though I think they pretty much all hated each other. Like George Harrison right. quit, then John Lennon quit, then Paul McCartney quit, and Lennon and McCartney were constantly over the next decade. One would say I wrote those, this song. He did nothing. The other would say no, he did nothing. So they never really. After they broke up, they didn't really like each other. And yeah. but 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 you see in the Get Back trailer, it's kind of a, a lesson in and our being an artist and being creative you put all that that bs you know you leave it out of the out of the recording studio or out of the artist studio or whatever and you and you focus on the art yeah i is i i i think i saw an interview uh on john Lennon. you know uh i think the the interviewer asked like if uh beatles would ever get back together again and then and then john Lennon was like Maybe you know if there's a new song or new project they will want to work and they get excited about, then they will get back to the studio again. So, so that sort of go and show like how much they, 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 they get together just focusing on on their craft, and you know, and the product and the music. It's not yeah. so much about you know like personal relationship anymore. You know, it's interesting. Like Long and Winding Road, Eleanor Rigby, like all these songs that Paul McCartney wrote are kind of sad. It is. He says actually, it's it saves having having to go to a psychiatrist. Really, mm -hmm. I think I wonder if that's a way of him just dealing with everything himself. Yeah, yeah. that would make yeah, sense. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, look at Let It Be. It's like you know, the mom died and come to the mm -hmm. yeah, you know. Eleanor Rigby, and well, that's what most yeah. of these these people that write it, it. A lot of their music comes from hardship and pain. Yeah. I mean, most music mm -hmm. are like that. That's why a lot of like, a lot of like sad music. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're happy, you just doesn't want to write music. If you're happy, right? You just want to go out and, and, and play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're sad, I'm like, I I want to write this and tell my ex girlfriend <laughs> what he did wrong, Oh, ex boyfriend, like you know, like uh, Taylor. But sometimes Swift. like they have to like, you know, get the music, all the music that they need for an album, like in a certain time period. So it's that's very difficult because it's making them be creative when maybe they're not creative at that moment. Does that make sense? No, I was just saying that like a lot of time, like if an artist, it used to, now I think a little bit different. It used to like, like label would just send artists to a recording studio for two no, weeks. No, they still do and, that. 
they can leave the studio. Well, my niece, yes, she's sometimes she has to stay in her hotel room for a month until Wait, she why? comes up with something. Well, because oh, okay. she has a contract, she has to make a certain amount of music for a certain amount of yeah. time. So and then they can be fo- and then right. they can focus. How many albums has she sold? Let me see. Flow in the machine. Florence in the machine. Florence in the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florence in the machine. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Let's see. So, oh, they've been around since 2007, consisting of mm-hmm. vocalist Florence oh, yeah. Welch. Mm-hmm. Boy, they've been around for a long time. It doesn't say how many albums she has been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's only yeah, her. She, she, Florence. Well, no, the machine. Well, no, well, that's, that's whoever's. Has the yeah. machine remained the same? Around. Mm-hmm. So, no. uh, you know, Paul McCartney said that when he and Lennon were writing, they actually never had a, they were never stuck. Every time they got together, they ne- they never ended it saying, oh man, that wasn't so good, that session, we got nothing. They always had a song. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great because they're all so talented. So yes, it's they great, never but when you're by block. yourself, it's hard. You know, you don't have that yeah. energy. Also, also, maybe they were microdosing. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh gosh. I, you know, yeah, a lot of people 60s, don't know this, you know? but... Um, the, the, so the Rolling Stones manager, who I guess was the same as the Beatles manager, told told uh, Mick, you know, normally they were a cover band. So the Rolling Stones uh, just covered mm-hmm. like the Chicago, they, they covered a lot of Chicago blues music. And then their manager told him, look, you got to be like the Beatles. Lennon and McCartney are writing all their songs now. So, you know, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards were going to try to be like Lennon and McCartney. And they, they sat down, and they couldn't write a song. So they started walking around outside and who they run into but John Lennon and Paul McCartney. And they explained they were having trouble mm. put, writing a song. So uh, Lennon and McCartney said, well, let's go up to your apartment and we'll all hang out. And then Lennon and McCartney helped them write their first song, the, the, their first written song. And I, I forgot what the name of that song was. If someone on Twitter wants to tweet it out and, and tell me. But they're, they're the first kind of, their first attempt at being creative, writing their own songs, their song was actually written by Lennon and McCartney. And then huh, I thought, uh, and and then I thought Beatles sang it uh, too. No, oh, I don't know about that. I know it became a hit for, for the Rolling Stones. But I don't know if the Beatles also sang it. All right, so I think I got nine out of ten. Robin, you you got you got <laughs> you like four of them, more four or five of them? Okay, yeah, you got a bunch. Great. And uh-huh. I have backups if you guys still want right, to do, do it. Let's if do, not, do the know? backups. Let's see. Eleven to thirteen. I think I don't think you guys can get the fourteen. Well, we'll try it. We'll try it. <laughs> So, all right, all right, let's okay. do the 11. Let's go, let's play. This is really easy. Um, I think... Okay, wait, wait, don't, don't, don't guess, don't guess yet. All right, play okay. one more time? Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, can guess. So, uh, Robin, you can guess. Well, but wasn't it in, in there? Wasn't... Yeah. yeah, Jay, you made that one too easy. <laughs> yeah. There's no Yesterday. way for me to cut three okay. seconds. We don't, we don't, it isn't okay, there. Okay, but let me just say, Yesterday. I only listened to, because we're, we're each listening to it on our computers, I only listened to one second of it. So just want to oh. brag, exactly. just wanna brag <laughs> yeah. a little bit. If it's one, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's no, because this, like, so this song, I mean, you know the song. So if you listen to this song, it's repeating the same thing over and over. Yeah. And then they sort of have the same melody over and over. There's no way for me to cut without you knowing. Yeah. This easy. So this one also came in a, to McCartney in a dream, by the way. Really? Yeah. Really? And um, 
2,200 different bands have made covers of this song. Oh, yes. Wow. I tried to cover this song as well. This is, this is a great song to cover. Yeah. You know, it's very, very, very sing-along type of song. It's, it's, all, it's not anthem. It's not like anthem-ish, but it's still like able to sing along to it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because my dad used to, because he used to write music. His music would come, I remember, uh, it would, he would wake up in the middle of the night. He didn't know how to play an instrument, so he'd hum it into a, a tape recorder. But it was mostly at night. That's interesting. I never even. It is. I think I think James and I talk about this. Where like if you're a writer, writer, I felt like the the creativity come to you in the morning. Mm-hmm. But for music, it's come at night. I definitely write my best like writing, writing in the morning. Yeah, when I was writing music, uh, you know, back then, I I, I tried to write in the morning, nothing come to me. But at night, like mm-hmm. everything comes to me. It's weird. It it's almost felt like I have to been through the experience of that day, and then I'll be able to write it after. Wow. Yeah, and this is very I strange. know my dad would be in a, a. You could tell when he was getting ready to write something because he would be really, um, just annoyed about everything, and he was just always in a bad yeah. mood. And then all of a sudden, a song would come out of that, and then it would just be nice and till the next yeah, time. Because <laughs> I felt, I felt like music is more about the emotions that you've been through. The right. Day. You know? Now here, here's something interesting. So um, Lennon, this is what I was saying before. How Lennon and McCartney used to always, after the band broke up, they were always bicker about who wrote, who was the better writer, who was more talented. So John Lennon wrote this song in 1971 on the Imagine album called "How Do You Sleep," and in the song he says, "The only thing you've done was yesterday, but since you, <laughs> but since you've gone." Uh, you're just another day, which you know there was oh, another no. McCartney hit called Another Day. So, right, I think I think they just did not get along then at that point. Yeah, I mean, all because of Yoko Ono, right? No, I think what? I think actually because they were suing each other over they had they had different lawsuits going on against their manager about the oh. how much money they were getting. Now, yeah, I think everybody kind of historically has blamed it on Yoko Ono, but Why? I don't really think it was Yoko Ono's fault that the Beatles uh, broke up. I wonder why they blamed it on her. I mean, from all the documentary, like, like, like you like you see Paul McCartney or wherever they say like, oh yeah, it's it's Yoko that. I think she just changed how uh, John Lennon was behaving or stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all you know, all in the sixty. I wasn't even born. You know, they were still. I mean, they were still like in their twenties or something. Like they were, they were young mm-hmm. people, and they've spent, spent ten years, you know, traveling the world together, spending so much time together, you know, mm-hmm. all day long, every day for years. So I think they and they were too young to really absorb that. Like but, they probably just you know had a normal twenty-ish age relationship, which can't last forever. Was Lennon the first one to you know have a serious girlfriend or a wife? No, I, I think, think well, well Lennon you know wasn't married to Yoko Ono when in the first part half of the Beatles he was married to someone else. You know they all were married pretty early on. They all were married, and I don't I think none of those marriages last. That's why Hey Jude is, you know, tribute to uh, Paul McCartney's son, right? Is it? Uh, John Lennon's son. John Lennon's son, yeah. Yeah, from mm-hmm. the from his first marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I forgot. I forgot so he has two one... sons? Lennon has two sons? Uh, th- yeah, yeah. Sean and, uh, and Julian Lennon. And then I, I forgot know. which uh, I one of the first wives uh, left the Beatle... It might have been Ringo Starr's wife left him for Eric Clapton, or I forget. I could be getting oh. the story totally wrong. 
So I don't this know. Is, I, I, I don't really know that much, actually. This is some real good juice. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of James Outage's James Outage's <laughs> juicy call. show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gossiping about yeah, yeah. the Beatles in the 60s, yeah. 70s. Yoko's still alive, right? Yep. Yeah, Yoko's still yep. alive. Um, she oh. lives close to me, so. Really? Oh, oh, she lives in the Dakota, right? Yeah. Yeah. The haunted apartment. <laughs> that, that is she like, still lives there. Even yep. That's where they lived when yep. he, he it's the same apartment. Yeah, she still lives there. I think. I think. Yep, it's definitely the same building. But but let's go to number twelve. <laughs> number twelve. Okay. Uh, because I think this tied to number twelve. Okay. Uh, oh. This play. Okay. Okay, I I know that one. You know that. All right, all right. Let's play, chill play for it a second. Again, mm-hmm. Let's play one more time. Okay. All right. Let's give a couple seconds. Okay, Robin, you can get All right. First. Strawberry fields. Yep. Strawberry forever. Strawberry fields forever. Yeah. Yeah. Because that tie into it because uh, the strawberry field. It's across the way. Yeah. It's across from in Central Park, across from uh, Dakota, was tribute to John Mm -hmm. Lennon, right? No. Well, he, I mean, it was, he died after the Beatles, obviously. Yeah. Oh, 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 you're saying the part part of Central Park, like across the street from the Dakota, is now named Strawberry Fields? Yep. Mm -hmm. I see. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Pretty. Okay. Is this what, number, number 13? Yeah. Number 13. 13. Okay. Let's play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I right. know that all right. one. All right. All right. Let's chill for a second. All right. Okay. I almost didn't know. Only the final second of the three. Yeah, let's play one more time. Okay. All right, give okay. a couple of seconds. All right, Robin goes. I know you know this um, one. Yellow submarine. Yep. Yay! Now, yeah, and I I feel like that when I was a kid, this was the most famous one that I knew. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For some Me reason, too. maybe because they made they made a movie about this one too. I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Did they? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Something. Oh wow! I I I think I, I know think I about this because of the album. Because the the. Isn't the album called Yellow Summer- yeah. Submarine? Yeah, the, yeah. the album, mm-hmm. the movie, and the cover's famous. Um, it's all Yellow Submarine. Yeah, and and the the cover is like famous. The the cover for the album is famous because it's so so bright and vibrant. Yeah, too. it was cool. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I there there there's a lot of argument about what Yellow Submarine means. So I'll let people. I have no idea what it means. Wait, what? Why? It's just the submarine that's painted yellow. No, but there was, it was definitely like a drug influenced uh, uh. meaning. So, <laughs> uh, but who knows? I mean, it's in the 60s, 70s. So yeah. And I don't know. When I was a kid, like this is the song. Maybe this is the most kid-like for some reason. Like maybe the chords are the simplest. I don't know, but I yeah, remember this is a song also, that my friends and I would would sing. You can march to. This is easy. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess when they were touring about with this album, this is when uh, Lennon said that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus, and that that was no, really the time they tour because they got so much negative backlash on that they decided not to tour again. All right, the <laughs> last one, the last one. I don't know if you guys can get it. I definitely can get it. This one. Okay. It, All right. Tell us what B. Play it. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. Let's go. Oh, I know this one. But, oh, you know but this one? I'm All not right, going to say on. it. 
Let's play one more time. Okay. You get it, Robin? Well, I know the song, but… <clears throat> you just know the song? I, oh, you just I, don't know the title? I just don't know the title. All right, James. James, James you can go. Uh, so, I actually, the title is either Revolution or You Say You Want a Revolution. Oh, I thought it just Revolution. So, it's probably just Revolution. Yeah, this was never a, a, a favorite of mine, but it was a very popular one. Yeah. Um, so, all right, well. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yep. th this, uh, did we do 14 or is that? We did 14. 14. That was 14, yep. All right, wow. well, for James our listeners, won, how, many, how many did you, uh, you know, tweet out how many you got? And if you like this type of uh, thing, we'll we'll do more of these. And uh, <laughs> I'll do a little bit more research on the songs. No, I didn't know the songs in advance. So, Jay, you're going to have to do the research. Well, I did some research. Yeah, you I did. I told you, you about you Rock about all, this, all these songs. Yeah. Well, even though I, I I was born maybe like 20, 30 years after. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay. We here's a question. Here's a question <laughs> I have. And there's no real answer. But I have this question for everyone out there listening to this. If let's take let's take a song like Yesterday. If Yesterday came out today, would it be popular? <laughs> it's funny. Because it depends on who sings it. <laughs> Let's say, well, well let's say if it's exactly the way it is right now, like, and, 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 but nobody knows it's the Beatles. So, well, you know, this is what the movie yesterday was about. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just curious, like, if the Beatles music came out today in general, so pick a different one, like, um, you know, Let It Be or, or, uh, or Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Like, if one of these songs came out to, or Yellow Submarine, if one of these songs came out today or any of these songs came out, would they be popular songs? Or if a band... Now, the movie yesterday claims that they would be, but I'm not so sure because yeah. pop, it doesn't really sound like pop music, and pop music is, like, enormously popular. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe with a different rhythm. Maybe. I would say, like, if they change it a different arrangement, that maybe, but uh, I think it would still popular because it's so different, you know, and everyone wants different type of thing like lady when lady gaga first came out like it has a different sound mm -hmm. yeah but this is like a like kind of a folksy sound like it's not using you know all the instruments that pop music uses and it's not auto-tuning yeah. it's not looping it's it's not sampling i don't it's think not it would anything. if it was just although like i asked our kids now. i mean i asked sarah for instance and, and lily well, and that's because uh, they all like the beatles yeah they said it would be popular if it came out today i would i can see eleanor rigby being popular yeah, but I could see, I kind of could see, like, Hey Jude, I see, I could see all of them. Yeah, I, Hey Jude, if Adele sings it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's, that's what Adele's strong suit are, just piano and Adele. That would get that song. Or flow. Thing. Okay, like, related <laughs> to this, to... If, if, if someone sang, like, you know, Michael Jackson's song, ABC, I feel like if that came out today, it would be popular. Well, uh, I think it will still, because it's, it's, it's the, 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 I don't know. I feel like the song, the music nowadays is a little bit more complicated. But the thing is, if that, if you without music like that back then, that's no music like we are, we are listening to right now, because a lot of music was influenced by Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Just rearranging it and um, yeah, you know, messing with the 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 tempo and the beat. I think yeah, would, the the, would... the the chord the chord structure that sometimes Brito uses is very 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 different. But uh, anyway, yeah, I think, I think that was fun. Uh, Although I only had yeah, what, but we we, we enjoy listening to that three second of music. No, Why no, yeah, you 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 had you had more than three because you got a couple of the last. Well, ones. we could do Michael Jackson. I Michael Jackson, it's 
or Pat Benatar or who is Pat Benatar? Yeah, let's not do Pat Benatar. <laughs> Michael Jackson makes sense because I think Michael Jackson is probably the only one that outsold Beatles. Bands right now sell lots of albums. Like, what's uh? Let me just see. What are the top selling albums uh, of all time? Let's see. I thought you said Led Zeppelin or something like that. Uh, well, no, my, actually, oh, I don't think um, they are. That, I think they're, they're famous, but I don't think they sold that much. Well, okay. In terms of individual albums, Michael Jackson's Thriller at forty-eight point nine million is yes. the top-selling album of all time, yep. and the Beatles are not even in the top ten. Really? Not anymore? Yeah, the Beatles. Uh, so, who's the top ten? So, so the top ten are Michael Jackson mm-hmm. with Thriller, ACDC with Back in Black, oh yeah, Whitney Houston with The Bodyguard, Meatloaf with Bad Out of Hell, Eagles with their greatest hits, Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon, Eagles, Hotel California, Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, Shania, I don't know, Shania Twain, I don't know how to say her name, Shania Twain, yeah, yeah, Come yeah. On Over, and the Beatles is on the next list with Abbey Road, oh no. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band mm. sold 18.2 million. And so the Beatles appear, a lot of their albums appear here. Abbey Road sold 14.4. Mm. Uh, Wait, when, when was the data? Uh, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, but so did they say when's the data? It must be accurate. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because Apple Insider, uh, Apple Insider gave a different, different data. Well, well, this is not best-selling groups. This is best-selling albums. Yeah, best out, top 50, the fifty best-selling albums, and then uh, Beatles is number five apparently. With what? The Beatles, the white well, album. What album? The the white album. It says. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. In terms of musical groups, so this is Wikipedia again. The Beatles are the most popular uh, uh, group with six hundred million album sales, and after that is Elvis Presley with five hundred million. Hmm. Then right. Michael Jackson with 400 million. Then Elton John, Madonna, Led Zeppelin, Rihanna, which surprises me, and Pink huh. Floyd. Rihanna and Pink Floyd are tied at 250 million. Hey, wow. hey, Rihanna is legend. She is. <laughs> and then she is. I guess I guess the top selling rapper is next, which is Eminem, has 220 million album sales. Yeah, which the 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 Gen Z or Zoomer trying to cancel. Oh, Eminem? Oh, really? Yep. Well, you know, there's a there's a billion rappers before Eminem that you should try to cancel. It's so ridiculous <laughs> to cancel Eminem. And the the, wow. the the song they try to cancel is "Love the Way You Lie." What? What? And, why? What's the? Well, don't don't because, say it on the on the podcast if it's. I don't want the podcast uh, to be canceled. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, it's just because like the the lyrics have like uh, abuse something abuse behavior or something oh yeah well there's abuse on every on almost every rapper <laughs> album yeah. is abuse towards women yeah. so but people yeah. you know i'm not saying i love rap music but that's just their that's just what's in their rap a lot of rap albums yeah. by the way the rolling stones that coming in at 200 million is like barely in the top 20. uh Aww. celine dion what, is more than the what rolling about stones. kanye I, I love him. Kanye West is in the next list with 160 million. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I Celine love his Dion music. He's like, brilliant. Yeah. Celine, yeah. Dion, Celine Dion makes sense. Like just the, the, the music from Titanic. How much did that got sold? Oh, she, you know? she was Titanic? She sang, she sang it. Yeah. My heart would go on. Do you guys not know this? I know I the song. The and I know the movie, but I didn't know she. I, I was never a big fan of hers. So. Yeah. yeah. She sang it. Yeah. I love the movie. Yeah. 
Well, all right. So again, let us know if you want us to do more stuff like this. We love doing it. And uh, uh, Robin, good job. Yes. Maybe, maybe there's maybe some other groups. Maybe study more. Maybe there's groups you'll know better. Well, the Beatles, maybe I just know better than you. I'm sure there's groups you. You know like a lot of things Pat better than Benatar, me. If we, know, if we did Pat Benatar, which we're not going to do, you'd, you'd score much higher than me on that. Who is Pat Benatar? I don't even know who that is. Pat She's like an 80s singer, like Benatar. solo singer. Oh. Yeah. She was good. I confuse, I confuse her. This is going to be blasphemy, but I confuse her with with Janis Joplin. I thought you were going to say Janis Joan Jett. Oh yeah, well, sorry, sorry. I yeah, Joan Jett. I confuse her with Joan Jett. I like and Joan I confuse Janis Joplin's name with Joan Jett's name. <laughs> Who are all these people? It's okay, Jay. All the it's lonely a, people. It's just an American pop culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I will see you guys later. Good. All right. Good Bye. stuff. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.